0: On this episode, we talk about cheap places to buy in San Francisco, if you don't mind them being a little murdery, Michael Jackson and his love of little boys, and we prove how Donald Trump is a good guy and never said any of the wacky banana things that he definitely said. So listen and enjoy.
1: I told him that I was doing a podcast with my friend called Vomiting Rainbows, and he said there was... An alternative band in the nineties in Seattle that had a song that talked about vomiting rainbows. Maybe it was the two thousands. I don't know.
0: So this is vomiting rainbows. <laughs> this is episode number forty nine. Um, on this episode, uh, by the way, first of all, we should say we are Darker News podcast. Uh, this is where I tell my co-host Gina Klein, Hi. who is a newest com- contributor to the Working Economy.
1: I, I now have a job. <laughs> you have a job. <laughs>
0: uh, some stories that she knows nothing about. She chews them up and spits them out into a beautiful rainbow. So it's exciting. So uh, we got a bunch of stories that I think are really good this episode. Um, one of the first ones, uh, well, Gina's not supposed to know anything about these, she actually saw the headline and thought it would be perfect. So she sent this one to us. Uh, and um, so... It's a local story, and obviously San Francisco is the snowflake capital of the world. Um, and certainly San Francisco, uh, I am a little tan for a snowflake.
1: Oh, this is what you mean by snowflake?
0: Yes. Not you know like the term. We're all snowfl- individuals. We're all. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> we're not the most liberal place on the universe. Um, so uh, San Francisco, you know, when you rent. And you have a landlord. Uh, the landlord expects to be paid. Uh, Lisa Gonzalez was the landlord for Maggie Mamer. Uh, she also expected to be paid. Uh, but as Maggie does. As one does. But Maggie had other ideas. Uh, Maggie obviously uh, was probably not the best tenant in the world. Lisa did not check her out. Um, she previously had been evicted from her former apartment. Ooh. And then she moved in with Lisa and one other roommate. Um, Nothing had changed this time with Maggie. Uh, She was not paying her rent on time. And some items were misplaced in the house and often broken. So Lisa asked her to leave. Yeah. And said she was evicted. Um, Hold on. Ben's getting Riley with the keyboard. (laughs) Uh, So... She was basically evicted, um, but yet she decided she was absolutely going to stay. She she felt like she still had a right to be there. So awkward. Yeah. So she was staying in the house, and she was told she needed to move immediately. She did not. Now, at this point, what would you do? Like, somebody's like, I'm not going to move out.
1: I would probably call the cops.
0: Exactly. That seems like a normal thing.
1: I would like get the cops to like pick them up by their hands and yeah. their feet and just like drag them
0: out. And then they like hold on to the walls and then they yeah. do that thing where they hog tie them and slide them into the back of the police car. That'd be pretty funny. The paddy wagon. Exactly. Paddy wagon. Whatever. <laughs> Wherever she has to go. Like the little cops with the little clubs yeah. and the hats. Um, so uh, she, uh, Lisa did not follow this path. Okay. Uh, instead she said she got extremely irate when she came into the hallway one day and Lisa was, uh, and Maggie was still there. Mm -hmm. So at that point she doesn't know what happened.
1: She doesn't know what happened.
0: No. She says she like blacked out. Okay. What did happen is she killed her tenant. No. (laughs) So she killed her tenant. Um, and she's claiming she's not guilty because, and I'm guessing probably they haven't said why she's not guilty yet. Because this trial, even though this happened in July of last year, it still hasn't gone to trial yet. Nice. So it's it's a very slow process.
1: So she is sitting near.
0: So she's in jail right now. She's
1: like in at
0: uh-huh.
1: San Francisco General I, Jail. What is that called?
0: Uh, yeah, San Francisco yeah San Francisco General jail <laughs> um and so maggie uh or so there was a, a missing persons report on maggie and okay. that's what um who
1: filed it did she have a job was she part of the working economy i'm sure she Just was like in me. some
0: some way or another but okay. someone reported her missing the police came to check on her mm-hmm. and when they came to check on her an unnamed roommate was in the hallway And they asked, where has this person been? Have you heard anything from her? And she said, no, but for a long time after, like she hadn't seen her around. But she did smell a terrible smell coming from the bathroom that smelled like rotten eggs. And she would constantly see her landlord go into the bathroom, lock the door, and she would hear sawing sounds. And this this is where Maggie went. Maggie went into a uh, container, dismembered by the landlord, and put into the downstairs storage area. Oh. F- and so that's where they found Maggie when they did the mer- missing persons report or wellness check. After that, dis- mm-hmm. that pretty clear description of what happened to Maggie. Yeah. The 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 tenant still stayed there. She's like. She's like, all right, well, whatever.
1: I didn't break the bowl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm
0: cool yeah i mean i'm not i don't have to contribute to this like you guys take care this of it this is your shit yeah exactly so she's gone maggie's sitting in san francisco general jail um and the best part is do you think that that tenant is still living there
1: i, I mean like based <laughs> it's, on right? based on our snowflake city and the rent control <laughs> I'm sure
0: she's She's still there. No, uh she is not still there. All the tenants have moved out. Okay. But I looked online and the house is on the market. No, for way. just for sale? For sale, just under a million in an area where the same house would go for about one point eight million. So uh
1: fascinating. Let's put in an offer.
0: Yeah. So I did write the landlord or the, the place. So I'm gonna Did you? Yeah. I want to take a tour at least.
1: I'll come. I want to see if the bathroom still smells.
0: <laughs> it might.
1: What's this smell in the bathroom? <laughs> the realtor was like, "I don't, I don't I smell it. I don't anything.
0: think so. For <laughs> and, and only for three years, do you have to disclose that yeah. there was a body or somebody murdered in? I... So you'd have to live in it for three years, but then you could flip it without even having to I'm disclose saying, anything.
1: We're almost like one third of the way through. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So, um, yeah. So uh, it's I could give the the address but I don't think I want to do that because okay. we want we want to get this stuff it's on the market but you know it's murdery but yeah. I can deal with that it's kind okay. of a uh, so that was an exciting first story and then we'll talk about our second story okay and our second story is the one that uh, we just did in a little bit of a refresher uh, we had uh, Gina and I had dinner beforehand and while we had dinner we watched a little bit of the documentary. Um, Aftermath, uh, which was a, Oprah interviewing the two people who were part of this uh, documentary called Leaving Neverland, which is with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, what were your impressions from what you saw of
1: that? You know, I hadn't I hadn't given the Michael Jackson story much thought in a long time, just because I really enjoy. Listening to his music, right? When I'm like at work and I just want a little pump me up.
0: You you just want to beat it.
1: I just want. (laughs) Billy Jean is not my lover. Right. No one is. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So
0: I I think we now know who his lovers were.
1: Yeah, or former. Um, So I hadn't given it much, much thought. It was really crazy to see those those two guys. And the thing that was really hard for me in the story is that they, it it just seemed like it was they were so in love with him and it was kind of the world telling i but i didn't see the first but it was almost like the world had told them that it wasn't okay right and that they were like this is like the love of my life like one of them had married him
0: yeah one literally had a marriage ceremony that with michael and he gave him a ring and told him he loved him and they exchanged vows i mean this was it was it's very bizarre uh on any level but the fact that he it looks so if you watch this documentary he systematically gets between the family and uh the children
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then he brings the children to neverland and he can't they they approach him and they're like well this is a little odd that you're so old with my child and then he explains it all away by saying i've been working since i was five or six years old, I have never had a break. I've always been on tour. I've always been doing things, and I never had a childhood. So I get to see the childhood through your child's eyes. And they bought that, and then they seemed to be fine and never questioned anything moving forward. And even with allegations over and over coming forward, mm-hmm. that they, they were still comfortable letting their child go around the world with michael like they one mother stated that at first she would stay in the room right next to them or in a room in the suite with them yeah and then they started moving her slowly further and further away and at one point they put her in the farthest part of the way of the hotel away from michael and she was she was very concerned about that And they said, oh, it's just because it was booked up. We couldn't get you a suite nice enough on that floor. We wanted to get you a better suite somewhere else. But that is not something that Michael did. That is something that his staff did. His staff was doing. So they were complicit in all of this. So I think there was a lot of that going on as well. I think everybody in his employment was managing his molestation of these children they had to be
1: absolutely
0: and his maid was the one that came forward and when she came forward they just discredited her right away but she walked in on wade like taking a shower naked with michael jackson and she's like this is not okay i mean it's bizarre how and and 93 yeah 93 this is when
1: so long ago that was like Seventeen years before he died?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's insane that he did that so long ago.
1: Yeah.
0: And then it was very clear that he had his Lisa Marie marriage Mm -hmm. like right after after that? Yeah, it was right after that. So he was like, Hey, look, I like girls. Like I'm totally into I'm a normal guy. And then they got divorced within like no time at all. And then he also married Norma Ray or Norma, whatever the Billie Jean. Oh yeah. Um, and he wrote a song basically saying she's not even, she's just a girl, because I need a girl around so that everybody doesn't notice I'm molesting children. Yeah. It's absurd. Get somebody
1: here. The, man. That's it's just. Nuts.
0: And the other thing that I found really hard to believe, mm-hmm. and the Oprah thing that we just watched was one of the guys said didn't you see a pattern of abuse that was like your pattern of abuse and he said no I never saw that but that's not true because uh, he was Wade was brought to the U.S. to tour with Michael as a dancer um, and he was very talented and so he was brought to tour with Michael and when he got there they, uh, he, his mom had left her father, left the father in Australia, uh-huh. uprooted the whole family, just ripped the family apart, moved them to L.A., and Michael was putting them up in this really nice house. Uh-huh. When they got there, the house that they were supposed to be in was now gone. They put them. He was. She was in like this tiny little apartment. And Michael didn't put down a credit card or anything for the apartment. And they're like, you need to pay for this. Like, Michael Jackson has nothing to do with this. <gasps> oh, So she didn't understand what was going on. But she figured she'd sort it out at the set the next day that yeah. they were working on together. So they were going to film a commercial together. And when they got there, Macaulay Culkin was right by Michael's side. And they're like, oh. He's been replaced by Ma- Macaulay Culkin, so he only had one boy at a time, Oh. and then he would have these long love affairs with that one boy, and then he would just ditch the other boy,
1: and then he was gone,
0: and then they were gone. Like he would he would check in to make sure that they wouldn't like get mad and report him, yeah. And they would he would lavish gifts on them if they started to make noise. But like her, that family ended up, as she said, it wasn't because of the trial upcoming and all of that, but all of a sudden he gave them all the money that they needed, a house, all this stuff, but that he had been ignoring them previous to this and they didn't think that was weird. Wow. It's so obvious what was going on, like the grooming and everything. And same with uh, James, who was the other one. So the two boys were uh, James uh, Safechuck and uh, Wade Robeson. And to give you an idea of how old these kids were when this was going on, uh, so for seven years, Safechuck was with Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. He was the one that had the marriage, marriage ceremony yeah, yeah, and everything. absolutely. Until he was just too old and then... He was pushed out of the way for another young Australian boy. And he, he went to go meet Michael. And Michael was like, uh, oh, it's a bad time. And he was there with the other Australian boy. And then he was supposed to go on tour with Michael again. And Michael said, no, oh, I'm not going to have children on this tour just mm-hmm. because it would look bad right now. And then he saw a news report. Of Michael out. And that new Australian board Whoa. was right by his side. And he was like, I've been replaced.
1: Like the first heartbreak.
0: First heartbreak. And Wade, guess how old Wade was when he came to the U.S. to be with Michael. He was
1: saying he was seven, right?
0: Seven. So can you imagine being replaced by Macaulay Culkin? You think you're like, somehow this guy is has lavished all this praise on you. And now all of a sudden you're replaced by Macaulay Culkin. Like another chi- a child. Another that- child. Hollywood star, yeah, I mean that has or like to be. You
1: actually can't compare.
0: And Macaulay Culkin just came out after this whole thing came went down, uh-huh. and and he said nothing ever happened to me. And same with Corey Feldman, like nothing ever happened to me. Michael Jackson was only interested in us as attachments to his youth, and I don't believe that. You don't believe at all. And all of this is alleged. Yeah. just in case someone listens to this podcast and wants to sue. Of course. <laughs>
1: of course, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I don't know. I mean, I would assume that it happened, right?
0: I I, I when after watching this documentary you see it okay. clearly one after the other, after the other, after the other, and it is just so disturbing. All the patterns are he goes off with a child for like a day and the parents don't check on them or anything. And he's like, oh, we were playing so much that he fell asleep in my bed. Typical. It's absurd.
1: And also like what grown up?
0: Sleeps with another person's child in their bed.
1: Yeah. No. No. No.
0: It's so... It's so bad.
1: Man. Yeah. It's so gross. I don't even know what to say. It's just so gross. It. I. Yeah. I guess I just need to watch this documentary, huh? Uh, I, I remember years ago hearing something from one of, from the trial about one of these kids knowing that he had this, I don't know if it was like a birthmark.
0: Yeah. On his penis. Yeah. And he actually came out and did a public press thing. And he said, you know, Michael said they've, they've seen my penis like i had to put all my like naked body on display for all these people and it's been humiliating and he actually after that trial never went back to to neverland ranch
1: wow yeah but it was like the kid was right right
0: he was absolutely right yeah so it's just crazy that you watch all of these things happen and to be f- to be fair to the parents they said that they constantly asked if anything appropriate was inappropriate was going on with Michael and the children constantly said, no, there's nothing inappropriate going on, mm-hmm. which is, and, and they also went to trial and said convincingly on the stand that nothing ever happened. And I get that. Like they were, they thought that they were in love with Michael, and they wanted to protect him, and yeah. all of these things.
1: And something else that was fascinating from this this Oprah thing is that Michael had convinced the kids that they would both go to jail if yeah. they got caught. Then the kid would go to jail, and Michael would go to jail.
0: Correct. It, it was weird, and one of the other things that was also crazy. They've, they're both married and they both mm-hmm. have sons now and this mm-hmm. was the catalyst for them coming and explaining everything was that now they have sons and they thought what if this happened to our children and they they both had mental breakdowns when this happened and the other thing that I thought was really you can tell that safe Chuck, who he yeah. was the one who had the seven year relationship he just looks destroyed he does he doesn't look mentally fit anymore he you can just see the the damage that it's done to him and um I I feel like there was just this everyone is saying that they were just out for money and all of these things but when you hear them talk even now it's very challenging for them to talk about it because they still feel you you can still it's
1: still there right like that was everything that they had learned and also you think about the fact that they grew up with parents that split their family apart for to, them for them but also so that they could be near this celebrity god right right it was like anything for celebrity god right. have my child to eat
0: yes and it was like they were one of the mom was such a fame whore it was yeah. horrible and the parents Even the grandparents. So Oprah talks about how she thought the grandparents were so wonderful. And it was because one of the grandmothers would get on there and she was like, this was not right. I would call my daughter and say, this is not right. No grown man. I don't care who he is, what he is, what he's done. should be sleeping with a child of your son's age. And he certainly shouldn't be in hotel rooms alone with him. You should never let that happen. And she was like, "You don't understand. It's Michael." And she goes, "I don't care."
1: Fame whore.
0: Fame whore. And and the other mom was a you know like dance mom. She was she wanted her son to be like a celebrity, and she yeah. did everything she could to make him a celebrity. And and it was working, and so the um, uh, Wade Robeson... Mm-hmm. The one that was such a talented dancer and all of those things, he went on to be in uh choreographer, wow. Britney Spears' choreographer, all of these things. So these are not guys that like just sat on their laurels and did nothing and
1: like faded into the darkness. Exactly, but, like in some weird, in some weird way. That I don't know if that kid, if he had just like continued on in his life in Australia and never came to the U.S. to see Michael, would he have ended up?
0: Well, that's what he says. He says, in some way, owe my entire career to Michael. Yeah. So they always, even if you listen to what they were talking about there, every time they said something bad about Michael, they're like, yes, he did those things to me. But that doesn't discredit his amazing genius for being an amazing performer and artist. And so they still ha- justify for him, yeah. even, even now, and they're 40 and 36 years old. I mean, these are very, they've had careers, they've done amazing things. In fact, before Michael died, um, Ro- Robeson was working with Britney Spears, uh-huh. and Michael was infatuated with Britney Spears and was constantly calling Robson, trying to have him over for dinner, all of these things. It was crazy. But it, I mean it. Because he wanted to meet Brittany. So he was as much of a fame whore. Like they, it was just like a fame whore. All of it. Yeah.
1: Just big crew.
0: It was terrible. So I, I one of the things that I just really, while well, kind of summarize all of this. The one thing that disturbs me the most is the fact that Macaulay Culkin and Corey Feldman Feldman are sitting still sitting out there and they know they know there's no way that Michael Jackson didn't try the same thing he had a a very clear pattern of abuse and there's no way he didn't try it with them I just cannot believe
1: especially because like even Macaulay Culkin like I mean they he came from 11 kids like I'm sure that there was not enough people paying attention right fully to him and also the thing that always grinds my gears right, and uh, situations of this nature is when the person not only says it didn't happen to me, but I don't believe the other people. Right. Right. It's like you're shooting down and and that's the thing that, and I don't know if that's what Corey and McCoy are doing, but in situations where that happens, it's like a real person that didn't know anything would be like, Oh my goodness! Right? Could it have happened? Like, if you were like, if four people told you that I had been out murdering people, uh-huh. right? Like, you know me very well. We've been they would only take one friends for like thirteen <laughs> years or something, and you would still be like, "Wait, did she?"
0: Uh, Guess
1: I could see her doing
0: it. Yeah, totally. Maybe. I mean, you you, you... don't. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Regardless, I, I I completely agree with you there. I I think that there is just this. Every one of them had to have a sus had to have a suspicion. Now you, now she's doing a knife attack at me in the air. Uh, I I think there's just this whole thing of people who they it's it's this cycle of I'm not going to let you tear down now that I've made it somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tear down where I've made myself. By alluding, letting this indiscretion be attributed to me as well. Because now they've lied as adults. So they don't, they're not, now they just look like pathetic people for not coming forward as adults.
1: Yeah. But hadn't Corey Feldman come forward about somebody else molesting him? Was but he like won't that? say who. Huh? Yeah. He said someone did it.
0: Yeah. He said somebody took advantage of him when he was young, but he doesn't want to say who. But it wasn't Michael. Oh. So it was totally Michael. Yeah. He's talking about it, but... Someone not Michael. Someone not Michael.
1: Oh. Oh. Corey. Yeah.
0: Okay. But I get it. I mean, again... It's like
1: also the pain that, like, I mean, it's still, like, we're like, these guys, they should stand up for it. But it's like, who effing knows what that experience would be like? Like, we have no idea yeah right it's, no idea and like i can't say Corey, you should stand up it's a, no i agree it's i, I
0: business, that but... that's unfair and no i i agree sense. that's very unfair yeah. um, especially with the length of time like I, again as you saw um uh uh safe what was his name safe safeguard safeguard safe light uh safe light repairs safe life protects
1: safeguard
0: Uh, Safe Chuck. Safe Chuck. So, like, Safe Chuck was the one who had the longest relationship. And you can just see it weigh on him so heavily. Mm -hmm. And they were all devastated when Michael died. Yeah. Even even then, they didn't feel... Like, they felt like they were protecting him while he was alive. After he was dead, they felt like they had to protect his legacy. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And then the one... One reason that they said that uh, that Wade Robeson came forward mm-hmm. was that um, so he had done uh, the choreographing for a series of Cirque du Soleil's. Yeah. Wow. And then Michael Jackson had his Cirque, de, Cirque du Soleil and mm-hmm. he went to the um, estate and asked if he could do the Cirque du Soleil as a former part of Michael's life. Mm hmm. And they said no. So then, like a a month or two later, he came forward and came out. And so they're saying, the family is saying, this is very unfair. This didn't show the other side of what they are saying are opportunists that are trying to destroy his legacy, all of these things. They're suing HBO for like $100 million because they said that HBO never came to them and asked for what their side of the story was and that they couldn't prove like Michael's not here to, to, to defend himself. So, you know, they feel like it's very unfair that these people are allowed to just say their story and the family has no say whatsoever. So I, I understand that element of it, but Mm -hmm. there's just such a pattern of clear abuse I mean it appears to be very clear, very clear, and the first child who came forward in nineteen ninety three his name was Geordie, and uh Geordie's father and mother broke up over michael Jackson, and like she took the mother took uh Geordie on tour, let Geordie play with Michael, go to Neverland, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and the father said he's acting strange, I'm uncomfortable with this, I'm taking him to therapy. So he took him to a child's specialist and the specialist then talked to him and he came out to the therapist about his abuse. Yeah. And as a therapist, the, one of the guidelines is if a crime is committed, you have to immediately report it to the police. Yeah. So she went straight to LAPD and said, this child has clearly been abused by Michael Jackson. And that's when the first case went forward, and Michael Jackson immediately went to the family, and said, "I think there's a whole misunderstanding," and they walked away with twenty million dollars. Wow! And that was, and they just walked, and they and and Michael just walked, and the whole thing was quashed because Jordy wouldn't take the stand, and then the next person wouldn't, the next person that was abused that came forward. The family was like, fuck you, take your money and get lost. And they didn't get paid anything. And Michael Jackson... Oh, hold on. That's not true. They came forward. They went to the police first. Then Michael found out they went to the police. Then he settled with them. And then they didn't have anyone to testify. And then finally they got one guy to come forward, one child to come forward. And when he came forward... The maid came forward. Everyone started coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, and Safe Chuck and Wade were the key witnesses, and McCully were all the key witnesses that said he's never done anything like that to us. We don't understand. This probably didn't happen like that.
1: Oh my goodness! And they were the ones
0: that yeah. were like the so real they, ones. Yeah. we so it it was just a heartbreaking story. It's definitely worth watching. If you want like a really sad four hours uh, and watch people break down and see what uh, what appears to be the, the creepiest person on the planet. <laughs> even the and weird he
1: feels like the creepiest person on the planet from watching this. I, I, oh because... he feels so
0: it's so creepy just watching him talk about these children knowing what he did. Oh, yeah. it's, it's it's just so unnerving and the fact that you look at this and you're like, how did all of these people revere him and not a single one of them question it? Like he was on trial and he went to like some major award show and they gave him time on stage to refute everything and people stood up and clapped for him at the end of it it was just so disturbing like he he just captivated a nation and he was getting away with with everything
1: and he was just so big yeah he was just right it was yeah it was everything but that did you watch the r kelly thing too yeah but r kelly is like he's just like gross yeah right he he didn't have that magnetism or at least for me. I don't know about for you. Probably maybe more so for you. No. R. Kelly. I'm not
0: so not into R. Kelly. Not even into Michael. Okay. So.
1: Okay. Sorry. Thank you, next. Cosby? <laughs> Who do you like? Yeah, I love Cosby.
0: Love me some sweaters. I know. I, but, see, I like the one you're wearing. Yeah. So I would say, yeah. So anyway, R. Kelly was a whole another story. Yeah. I think he was holding people hostage.
1: Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that was horrible. That's like, for
0: that's for a whole okay, another episode. Okay, okay. We can we can we can deep dive into R. Kelly. Next, we time. D- we actually did so on a, a former vomiting rainbows. You can listen to a whole okay. thing that we did when I think it was Rolling Stones did the like big thing on R. Kelly and just basically came out and said every like all about his Georgia compound and the family couldn't get in and like people weren't allowed out and there were like double locks on certain doors that people couldn't go into and girls were saying they couldn't talk to each other from different sides of the house. and No girls were allowed to communicate together and girls were put in the corner. Like when R. Kelly had friends over, um, he would make the women wear sweatpants and stand in the corner and be unattractive because they didn't, he didn't want like his friends gawking at them. I mean, it was so and that weird. They wouldn't
1: be allowed to eat. They would just like be put in a in a room, and no one would come see them for days. Yeah, on the they end. would starve them to.
0: It was crazy. Yeah, gross. Yeah,
1: no so, gracias.
0: So, on our final topic, yeah. we're going to talk about deep fakes. And do you know what deep fakes are? I sent you a little link on you kind did, of what yeah. what what deep fakes were.
1: I remember it from. I remember first hearing about it maybe like two thousand a long time ago.
0: Really? When did you hear about it?
1: I remember it was like what year? It was when I was working at Yelp. I think it must have been like 2014. Okay. Ish. And I think that that was in the very, very early days of it because they were talking about it in terms of election and I remember seeing like one of Hillary Clinton. Oh, really? Back then? Uh yeah. So I remember seeing it forever go, and then I definitely will just jokingly put other people's face on my face in Snapchat. Yeah, and like I think I've probably sent you videos wearing your face. Maybe. Sure,
0: you have not, but
1: okay. Oh, <laughs> well, there's always later.
0: There's always later, but and, and it's so easy to do that you can see how that would occur mm-hmm. and how tri- it's it's very fa- fairly trivial to do in Snapchat. Um, there are full versions of it that that will do. You're just picking at the microphone. What are you doing? There's a cat hair on it, and it is tickling my nose. Is it? Yep. Yeah, ben, every once in a while, likes to chomp on that one. So he takes pieces out of that that microphone. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's so, She's Such a delicate girl. Because <laughs> you're a snowflake. You're from. You're not from here. You are. You're from the valley, or the peninsula. So, the peninsula. The, the valley. The Silicon Valley.
1: Not the South Bay.
0: Yes. Um, so deep fakes use machine learning to allow a person or anything do what you want it to do. So you can make it appear that something is doing something that it actually is not doing, mm-hmm. and you can have it do it in real time. So, for example, you could take a picture of a small flower and then you could have the flower grow the AI could figure out how flowers grow and then you could have it drop its petals off or in the case that everyone's concerned about in real time you can talk just like you are now and you would look on the computer just like Barack Obama or anyone you wanted to be Mm -hmm. you could be Michael Jackson and you could look just like him and you could talk like this and make him sing it's pretty well wow. it's pretty phenomenal and so that's kind of the and deep fakes are getting easier and easier to accomplish currently the the programs that are available for deep fakes there are, are two of them and one of them is called deep face lab which is free and open source uh, and then there's fake app which is a an app that also is free and open source and both of these take hours and hours and hours of videos and audios to train so that the AI can learn what it is. And it, it would take four or five hours for you to train it. If you knew exactly what you were doing to make it do what you wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. MIT just came out with one that it takes about 30 minutes for it to train and you can just point it at a series of videos and it will learn exactly what it needs. So, it's going from hours of training to minutes of training, and pretty yeah. soon it will you. You can just point it to somebody online, and it will mimic exactly what that person's doing with your movements, your gestures, your everything. It is that it's getting that crazy. So, what is what do you think of the what do you think of the applications for this? or what are the ones i mean there's the ones that scare you and you can say awkward what
1: awkward snapchats
0: awkward snapchats
1: uh i was i was just going to ask you what what, impli- what implications <coughs> i thought you would have what implications you think that it would have um i mean i think the clear ones are like rec- videos being recorded of ho- like high up government officials or right Heads of business saying things that they aren't really saying. I think that it can potentially be used in relationships in different ways. Right. Within families or couples and create like like how does somebody want to lie and how can they make it right work to prove that thing? Imagine,
0: right? uh, imagine a scenario like this. So in the future, it's very easy to get someone's uh, like – off of um genealogy websites etc they can get somebody's dna profile then you could use like a CRISPR or something like that and Mm -hmm. plant dna evidence of where of someone being somewhere Mm -hmm. and then you could use this fake deep fake stuff and make it look as if somebody's in that location on a surveillance camera so you could have like all, all the things that would be needed to convict them for a crime easily plantable. And this is all stuff that you can do right now that the government can do if they wanted to. To set The government could do this, but you could be able to do this in no time.
1: Do you think the government's done this yet?
0: I don't know. I would find that. I, I mean, like the Russians probably. Yeah. Let's not talk about them. Yeah. They'll come after us.
1: <laughs> this is all.
0: But but so to give you an idea of how prevalent this is, Donald Trump has told people, and it's become public, that he told people that he was deep faked on the on the uh, show. That, oh, the, on the like, bus grab. Yeah, the pussy grabbing tape. Okay. Like that was, he, he said that was deep faked that he didn't do that. That's how prevalent this technology is. And that's, so the, for all the things that you think somebody could do these to you, somebody can also say, oh, it's being done to me. So even something real, like we know that was a real tape. You can now start saying that that wasn't real. Yeah, which is the whole flip side of this kind of technology. And so the positive applications for this, and the only thing I like scoured after, after I, when I was thinking of doing this topic, I tried to find all the positive applications. What are they trying to do this machine learning for? And, and the, why? Well, the, one of the big ones that they wanted to do uh, was voice. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they were looking at voice were for people who lost their voice due to cancer, um, some sort of accident that destroyed their voice box, et cetera, so that they could have their original voice projected through some sort of device. And it would sound like them, not like a mechanical robotic voice. It would just sound like them so that they don't lose their personality from their voice, mm-hmm. which is nice. And that's one application. That's pretty much all I could find. The other stuff just seems totally nefarious.
1: And like kind of creepy, right? Like you could potentially have somebody that you love and has passed away have conversations with you, which is so sketchy.
0: Right. Or have Tupac come back on stage and play a concert.
1: Tupac, dad. (laughs)
0: Two two pack shakur T- yeah. shakur shakir
1: shakir yeah shaker Uh yeah anyhow, so I think that that I don't like it
0: <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> I don't really one like it. Gina no, says like, I don't like it I
1: don't like it but maybe it just makes it that like video can't be used like we just outlaw video being used right that's cool. always the
0: best source of anything just yeah, outlaw it just altogether not
1: allowed anymore can't use that.
0: Yeah, so that's our our future. Our future is being deep faked. Um, there's going to be tons of TikTok videos of people deep faking their friends doing yeah. silly things.
1: Do you think anyone's going to deep fake you, other than me talking about the Snapchat it, thing? Like, uh, do you think that there's like any risk in your life that this might come to to haunt you personally?
0: I hope not.
1: Me too.
0: I mean, the only only thing that I could imagine is Ben yeah. trying to deep fake to get like a whole bunch of food delivered cat food a bunch of cat food as uh, we were talking <laughs> yeah, we were talking about br- doug <laughs> this be doug mouse
1: the door is open
0: open door open door. Yeah. So open play outside no, no
1: opposable thumbs i can't
0: <laughs> can't uh doug, my opposable thumbs doug. are broken someone open the door for me <laughs> that's exactly there would be like probably Ben would probably do a couple of things to, to do that. And one would be, Ben is my cat, just so even people know. We're not talking about...
1: But it's like your weird roommate who bites the microphone sometimes, <laughs> gets his hair on it.
0: <laughs> exactly. And is sitting on my lap Tricks right you now. to
1: order cat food. He, I, do, <laughs> <laughs> I do.
0: I do. I do and, and, and you oddly oddly't killed yet i i i i i oddly will say that this goes along with the whole thing it's a roommate who would kill me if I didn't give him food mm-hmm. if I mocked him for food he would probably kill me uh he is also a five-year-old boy sitting on my lap so it's coming yeah. all four I
1: know and he also breaks things given the opportunity he right will, and things do go missing from tap time to anything time anything off of a table without a doubt or yeah.
0: run and then take it and put it under a table or something right yeah All right. Well, thank you for listening to Vomiting Rainbows. Uh, We welcome any ideas uh, or comments or suggestions for future topics. Find us on social media at WeVomitRainbows on basically any platform. We're on anything as well, such as iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or whatever. Um, And you can contact us at VomitingRainbows.com. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, please rate us and help us grow.
1: Yeah. Five stars, five stars. Five stars.